Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Lenore Herrera, who owns nanny agencies and helps families to find their ideal nanny. And is also a business coach to help women entrepreneurs to charge what they're worth and package their expertise into services that increase their income, make their business easier to run and gives them so much more freedom. Love that. Hey, Leonor, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy to share here today with you. And we're going to have a fantastic chat. I'm pretty sure of that. <laughs> oh, you better believe it. So let's start off with, can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you with your business today? And who is it that you'd love to work with? Yeah, well, I have the many agencies now. We actually place nannies uh, in six different major cities here in the U.S. Um, I started my first, first nanny agency many, many years ago in 2007 here in Atlanta, Georgia, and then we expanded. Um, it is a fantastic business because it gives me the opportunity to find jobs for a lot of nannies. We already have in our system 20,000 nannies that we help somehow, either to find a job or to build their resume, their, uh, all the things that they need to have in place to find jobs. So that's something that I truly enjoy. For me, helping women to find a job or to build a business really feels my soul. So I I really like that. And then two years ago, I started my um, coaching business. I got certified as a business coach and I help other women, you know, to build a a business that gives them some freedom that Mm. um, helps them to to make money. I, I believe that every woman should have financial freedom. So yeah, that's so that's, uh, the, that's the theme do. running through both of these is you want to empower other women to be able to gain that freedom, provide, build some kind of business or legacy for themselves. It's kind of beautiful. Great. Yes, I love that. I really love that. And I can tell you, you know, being a Latina, it's hard because you have all this you come from backgrounds where as a woman we are so used to just take the back seat a lot of us are raised for not actually going out and work and make money we are more raised to be on the back seat and let the men take care of that so for me i i love to go the opposite way i want every woman to have financial freedom that's very important for me Okay, so what what was it for you that made you decide, forget that, I'm not going to 
play second fiddle. I'm not going to be in the back. I want to be out on front, leading the way. What was it that prompted you to, to really step into this role? Well, even though I, I have a Latina background, my father was an entrepreneur and he was always, you know, installing in me that side of entrepreneur. In fact, when I moved here to the U.S., because I'm from Mexico originally, when I moved here to the U.S., I found a job and I was teaching and my father was always telling me, you're not made to work for someone. You are an entrepreneur, you need to start working for yourself. And it took me many years to actually take the leap, but I did, I did. But it was, it was, you know, my dad always pushed me to do that. <laughs> mm. Okay, so you said it took you a while. What was it that almost stopped you? Or what was it that held you back? What was, what was that? Were there, were there fears, oh, were that, there doubts? That what? is the doubts. That, that is very, very, you know, something that, here, I think about that and I feel, feel, you know, the, the, uh, that feeling of always doubting yourself. Um, just, I, when I move here, you know, coming from a different country, you have this feeling, and, and I came here when, uh, 25 years ago, 25 years ago is when I, arrived when I came to live here we were living in Boston and and I mean uh, we we have great we met great people great people from this country but you always feel like um just to give you an example I was going to um school um to learn a little bit more English you know to be a little bit more fluent and my teacher just to tell me oh, with that accent you will never be able you are not hireable nobody's going to hire you with that accent and you kept thinking, yeah, that's hard. I mean, it's I'm not going to be able to just go by myself into work or anything like that. And in fact, when I started my first nanny agency, I wasn't able to get any clients. It, it was very hard for me because I had all the strategy. I have all the systems in place because I'm really good at that. Honestly, I have everything, all the steps. I actually hired someone that was, um, you know, um, already working in that field to teach me all the backends and how do you run mm. an agency and all that. But then in my mind, everyone else that was doing it, oh, they have connections. They speak very, very English. Oh, they know how to do it because they have more time. So every time I will have a client, a prospect client on, on the phone, and I will tell them how much I charge, I will like cringe, you know, like, I don't think this is going to work. And yeah, it mm. didn't work. I never got in clients for a while until I started working in my mindset. And I started so, to see, yeah. Let's talk about I that bit. Make a change. That's an important part of your journey where it was the belief in yourself. It was the, Correct. I mean, things that you said there is you know, your dad was telling you, 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 you should be an entrepreneur. You got to do it for yourself. And then coming to America and being told, you know, no one's going to hire you. You can see these little nuggets being dropped in that's you can see the path. Maybe yeah. you wanted a path. Maybe you had to, maybe God gave you a little sort of nudge along the way because like you're not you're not listening to me. I'm it's it's right in front of you. Come on. Maybe I have to help you around. So there's all these little nods and winks, you know, and from was, a greater power. Was like that, Mark. <laughs> you just hit it. <laughs> I was working, I had a teaching job. Um, you know, I have a master in education, so I got a teaching job. 
when I was developing curriculum and teaching Spanish in a school here, where I actually had um, a scholarship for two of my children, for the for for my both for both of my children. Mm. So I would go in the morning to work. I had to leave very early because it was a good 45, uh, 50 minutes drive in the morning, early in the morning. And then we will come back in the afternoon very late. But what happened is my son um, started to get sick. So we didn't know what he had, but but he was sick and he, we, we were constantly struggling, figuring out what is it that is going on. So that was the first that said, okay, you cannot longer have him through all this long mm. day to go to work. You know, we will leave at 6.30 in the morning, coming back around six, a little after six, it was too much. And that's when my husband and I decided someone has to stay home. Someone has to be at home, you know, and figure out what's going on with him. And and it was me. I stayed home, but I I started right away. <laughs> to yeah. So let's age. let's kind of fast forward to it because yeah, you now the decision has been made. It was maybe it was, there's still a bit of doubt that comes into it, a bit of concern, a bit of worry, a bit of anxiety, but the decision was made. So fast forward a couple of years through these these early phases, what was maybe the best decisions that you made in those early years you've got a little bit of hindsight but what were the things that you could probably share that oh crumbs this is what you need to do or consider or here's a big mistake that i made guys don't do this what was that like yes well and and i'm going to say this but i know it's very difficult uh don't 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 doubt yourself don't think too much just get started even if you don't feel 100% ready mm. this, this, I, I always wanted to feel in my own mind I I was waiting to be ready I was waiting to feel okay this is the time I was waiting for that signal that would say okay yeah now you go it will never happen it has to come from within you you have to say, or you have to decide. And this is very, very important. You are the one that needs to decide and give you permission to get started. No one else is going to come and tell you when is your time. No one, there's no sign that it's going to say, this is the perfect time, now you can start. No, it doesn't happen. So, mm. so just give yourself permission to get started. Give yourself permission to do not be afraid of failure. I mean, actually, you need to be willing to fail if you want to succeed. And, and there's a lot of trial and error. And it sounds like, yeah, but um, no, I don't think I can do that. Well, you have to be willing to make mistakes along the way. But just go for it. Because if you're waiting for the sign up, it's never going to happen. It's just mm. never going to happen. This okay, so today is the mm, day I'm going for it. You gave yourself permission, you went for it. So I'm sure there was ups and downs on his roller coaster. So he hit some failures, oh, yeah. some great information, and yes. use that to move forward. So, what was it like when you decided, yes, okay, I want to go into coaching now? You had your nanny business that was thriving, and now you wanted to sort of step away and be able to actually take a different leading role with a different 
level of clientele. What was it like for you making that kind of shift from the nanny business into business coaching? Yes, and that transition was not done suddenly. It was little by little, you know, uh, after several years of being, um, um, you know, a business owner and having the nanny agency, uh, people started to ask me, oh, how, can, how can I get started? How can I start my own nanny agency? I have a lot of uh, nannies that they um, got certified as a sleep training consultants and they were, you know, how can I do the business side of this? So I decided, you know what, I can give you some advice, but I would like to have something a little bit that makes me feel a little bit more solid on what I'm saying. So uh, that's when I decided to get certified, um, Mm -hmm. you know, in business coaching. But it started before I got certified because people would ask me, a lot of the nannies as well, uh, they they get uh, certification for, for being a newborn care specialist or for being doula. And they, they're good at what they do, but the business side of that, it's a little bit difficult. And that's when they come and ask, how do I do it, Leonora? How do I get mm. started? How do I find clients? How can I make my offer you know, a a powerful offer that actually I can sell and be profitable because sometimes, you know, they feel like, okay, if I'm working X amount of hours, I'm going to be charging per hour Mm. this. And they just create another nine to five, but they don't create a business that is going to be profitable in the long run. And they come Mm. and ask, and that's how I got started. Mm -hmm. So... Of course, with yeah, going into the certification, you've got so much that you you want to learn, and your your nannies that they're learning going through. So it sounds like there's a lot of almost huh, accidental entrepreneurs that were made, which is I I'm good at this and I want to expand this on my own. But there's so much more to it. There's so much more to it with the business coaching. Of course, how to you know, get more clients, how to manage the finances, how to you know, sort out the structure of a company yes. all so much more that goes into it especially with sales and marketing and all that stuff that no one ever thinks about but it's the it's what we have to go through how do you how do you manage and guide your ladies through this when it's yeah yes it's partly business but also without the right mindset without the understanding of yourself personally everything else is is, is pretty much worthless because it won't work Yes, yes, it it doesn't work. It is a combination. You need to have the right mindset and you need to also have a strategy. Both of them combined is when you are able to have a successful and profitable business. A lot of people say strategy is everything. No, strategy is not everything because if your mindset is not right there, chances are you are not going to be taking the actions or the necessary actions in order to succeed and be profitable. Mm. But in the other side, you can have the right mindset and you can just try to do things, but you don't know exactly what's the next step, what to do in that case. You are willing to do it, you are willing to learn, but you don't have the strategy yet. So it's a combination of both Mm. that you need to have. And also knowing to I'm a big believer that everything needs to be tailored to your own personality. 
And a lot of time we don't take into consideration that a lot of people, they want to go into business just because a friend of them is doing X, Y, and they think that business is awesome. It's providing a great income. They want to go mm. for that. But in but their own personality does not fit in, red, in there. Mm. They need a different one. So for that's, example. That step there is beautiful. Knowing yourself. I think that's such oh, an important aspect. You have to know yourself, your strengths, yes. your weaknesses, your fears, your doubts, those things that you love to do, those things that you hate to do, because yeah. it's so easy to be drained. It's so easy to sort of Correct. become disillusioned, even though you love your business, you know what you're doing, but crumbs, it's just, it turns into a bit of a slog. So can you talk to that aspect for a minute? What was it like? As you've gone through this, did you find yourself in any period of time thinking, I'm not quite enjoying this anymore? And it was down to, ah, it's just the work that you were doing, the way you were approaching it was just slightly off. Oh, yes, definitely. I have a lot of instances, for example, in the coaching business, Mm. my zone of brilliance is when I'm with another entrepreneur, with another female entrepreneur, trying to figure out what what she needs to do, what would be, you know, uh, an easier way to get to that next level of income. I love doing that. Now, if I go to the other side, you know, the marketing side, the sales side, even though I do it and I get to the point where I actually enjoy doing it, it's not my son of brilliant. Does that make sense? Mm. It's yeah. not what I truly, you know, wake up in the morning to do. Uh, you know, I much rather to just helping someone to just see the, the, the opportunities that she has in front of her, but just yeah. from a different angle, because, you know, it's not that they don't know how to do things. It's just that sometimes we're so immersed in that same thing that we cannot see things from a different angle. That's mm. what I love. I love to, you know, look at what we have in front of us and look for new opportunities. But yeah. the, the selling, the marketing and all that, it's probably the hardest part for me. Okay. So how do you how do you manage yourself through that? Because that's a part that is it's it's a requirement. It has to happen. It has yeah. to take place. Else there's I don't know business. So how do you manage yourself to do this? Go through this, no. even though you don't really like it. Yes. And 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 I need to make sure that I understand that, for example, again in the same in the same um, area. You know, I need to understand that if I don't make sales, I'm never going to be able to be happy coaching someone because I'm going to be the I'm going to be the keep secret, right? Nobody's going to harm me if I don't make sales. So I see it from a different angle, and I see it in in my particular case. I said, okay, I have the opportunity to offer someone else to help her. And if I don't do that, I will never be able to actually be on a call helping her. Mm. So I just see it a little bit different that motivates me to actually go out and do it. Mm. So for you, it's the reframe to be able to reframe in the moment, how you can find a little bit of joy, a little bit of love, a little bit of excitement for the tasks that deep down with you, it's like, yeah, 
I don't like this, but it is, it's a stepping stone. It's the kind of route forward. Um, I know we were chatting offline before we sort of jumped on about, you know, what work is like right now. And you're like, oh, time from, you can find yourself, you're spending too long on certain tasks and trying to manage that focus and that efficiency. So does that maybe tie into to this where are there roles that you find that you don't really want to do? So, oh my gosh, you can, you can find a reason why you've done a couple of hours extra over here so that you put off doing this. Where's that? Where does the avoidance come in for you? Yes. Well, you know what? It it, it is it is very um funny that you ask me that. <laughs> I have to be very intentional with my time. Yeah. And even it, this is even funny <laughs> because when I open my calendar, so 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 my clients can schedule all their their uh, sessions with me. Uh-huh. I have to remind me. Okay, I cannot have you know all my day open so they can schedule whenever. I have to remind myself of that. That some of that time needs to be devoted to um, you know making sales or to marketing or to different areas. So I have mm. to block my time for that. Yeah. Because if not, I can open that and I will have, you know, coaching sessions all day, but then it's going to come a time where I don't have any clients because I didn't do my <laughs> because you served so damn well that uh oh the pipeline was sort of left. Correct. Correct. We have to make sure, or I personally have to make sure that I'm doing all the things that are needed in order for me to be able to deliver what I really love. Yeah. So how hard is that to to get that intentionality, to get that focus rather than, because it sounds like you light up when you talk about your clients. So I can see the passion and where you want to go, but is it, how intentional do you need to be? Where is the where is the cutoff point? Where do you catch yourself in a moment realizing oh, I'm slipping? I'm I'm trying to go towards this area that you love to do the most. Well, for me, it's the reviews. I always have reviews. I review my time blocking every week, and then mm. I review every month how am I utilizing my time, and I'm being intentional. Am I taking the best advantage possible? And I have to have these recurrent reviews because if mm. I don't do that, I start just opening times for other things. Like, yes. for example, today I was um, working, um, which I, I love numbers as well. For some reason, I really like to work with numbers. So I was today I had to check the Google app that I run for the agency. And I didn't put, I, I, what I do most of the time is I put a timer and I said, you know, set a timer for X amount of time, etc. So I didn't do that today when I started working and I wanted to have just one hour working on the app. But I was reviewing all the numbers and everything and two hours went by. So I have to be very careful and put my time, set my timers and do all that. Because if not, I just keep going with something that I'm doing without paying attention to how long I've been doing that. <laughs> yeah, so easily done, but also it's sneaky. Our brains are sneaky little things to try and get us to do these other things, avoid this other thing, whatever it might be. So yeah. to catch yourself in the moment is 
with your experience and what you've been through is like look here's the next level here's where you're working at here's here's the the, the next level challenge that that you're hitting until you again bring in more people to maybe get those jobs out of the way so then you can really blossom with your calendar on the things that you only want to do is that the goal yeah well it, you know but it probably um for some people that's the goal it really I really think it comes down to what you want to do if you yeah. want to have an empire or you want to have a boutique business style if you want to have a boutique business style, it's different because you will have to do a lot of other things that you want to do. But then if you want to have an empire, you will have a lot of people doing different things for do for you, sorry. But at the same time, you will have to utilize it and managing that other people mm. that is your team, et cetera, et cetera. So it really depends on how you want to do it. And there's no wrong or right. You just have to be checking with yourself because this is very important. How are you feeling? Which is something I always do as well. I always say, okay, how are you feeling? Am I feeling good about how I'm using my time? And I'm feeling mm. good about how I'm spending my time. Because it, it, it's just, we're only humans and we are all different. So we need to understand that Checking how we are feeling is very important as well. We can go through life just doing, 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 and never checking with ourselves, you know, uh, how things are going, how you are actually enjoying it or not enjoying mm. it. But it's very important to do that. It's very important. And again, there's no wrong or right. And you can one day say, okay, yeah, I really want an empire and I want to have a team of 10 working for me, making, you know, two millions, three millions a year. I don't know, whatever you set your mind to. But then you still have to check, you know, when you get to that point, you have to have a check with yourself and a heart to heart conversation with mm. yourself. Is this actually working? Is this what I wanted? And if it's not, it's totally fine to just go yeah. back and start all over again to rearrange things the way it makes you feel good. Because that's what it's all about. Correct. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. And Love that. The power of the power of the check-in, the power of bring it back in of have a look. See, check in with yourself with yourself that's very important because we're always people always say check if your time is working check if you're doing this check. yeah but the one most important thing is check with yourself how are you feeling how are yeah. you liking the things that you are doing are you spending too much time on you know just working but not enjoying the rewards i mean mm -hmm. You just have to check with yourself. Yes. It's Beautifully important. put. Love that. Mm -hmm. Hey, Lenore, thank you so much for sharing your business, your journey, and also behind the scenes of what it's like for you. Um, it's been beautiful. So thank you so much for, for being here and sharing all. Thank you so much, Maggie. It was a pleasure being here. I'm, I'm really happy that we, that we can chat and that everybody can see that we all have uh, struggles they might look different for each one of us but we all have to deal with certain things that we don't love <laughs> <laughs> absolutely look if people want to find out more about about you and the work that you do where can they find you 
Well, they can find me. I have a website, which is leonorherrera.com. They can also find me on Instagram, leonor.herrera.delrio, and with the same one on Facebook. And if somebody's in need of childcare, uh, they can find my nanny agencies at apnannies.com. Awesome. Well, there you go. Erin, if you're curious or you're like, hell yes, I need some help there, go and check it out. But Leonor, thanks again. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Mike. It was a pleasure as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.